should we in this country, I mean, have you not read what's been happening in Wisconsin? Yes, I, I, I have. A school for children who can only use sign Correct. language. And 200, 200. Have, their have their childhoods completely wrecked yeah. by this priest. And entreaties are addressed to the man who is now Pope. Cardinal Ratzinger, the man who was saying at the time that the only problem with the scandal was there was a press campaign against the church. The abuse was not the problem. It didn't take long to find a game where the object is revenge. Find and rape the woman who fired the player from his imaginary job. Most of this game we cannot show you. We tried to make a citizen's arrest of Rove and advanced toward him with a pair of handcuffs. Look what you did. You, you outed a CIA officer. You lied to take us to war. You ruined the country. Totally ruined the country. Drill, baby, drill, and drill now. The club features risque live floor shows with lesbian and bondage scenes. But a visit there by a political consultant has put Republican National Committee boss Michael Steele in the hot seat. Drill, baby, drill, and drill now. Piece of crusty French bread found its way into the Collider's inner workings, disrupting work for days. Professor Holger Beck-Nielsen explains his theory. It would look as if the future has an influence on what happens today or yesterday. So it would look as if some effect from the future goes back to us today. Thursday, April 29th, 2010, and you've got Oz in your ears. I'm your host, Peter Bergman, and my co-host, David Osman. Thank you, Peter. Oh, my, oh, my. Bread in the super collider. I wish that was our <laughs> biggest problem, okay? You know, I really do. Yeah, yeah, I think we can we can find out about those strange quarks, you know, some other day. Well, what's more quirky than those games in that Japanese mall in which you, you've got to hunt down and rape the woman who fired you at your job? I mean, is, is this insane? Whoa. Well, it's game stuff. I'm sorry. If you want to get me into games, I don't play games. I don't even play chess, let alone play really low-life, low-level uh, games on computers. I mean, that's, I can't conceive of a bigger waste of time. And you know what's really irritating? What? They get reviewed on the front page of the entertainment section of the New York Times. Well, times change, Dave. I had a friend whose son moved back to live with them in uh, Santa Monica. And I went to visit him, or I went to visit them, and went by this room, this dark room, and I go in, and there's this guy. I must be 22 years old, sitting in front of three monitors, two of them hung in front of them, and they've got these, this game going, and he's got... Um, you know, you know, he's got a mic on his mouth, and he's working with his team, and it's a it's it's a kind of a capture the flag um, shooting game. You know, it's like mm, yeah, war, yeah. except it's it's very vague. You know, it's Asia, right? Mm. And you know, they're kind of more Asian than you are. You're not exactly sure. And when you shoot them, uh, or that's good. And when they shoot you and you die, you have to restore yourself. And but they're talking all the time internationally. Yeah. Teams doing this, mm. and he does it 17 hours a day. Oh, well, see, there's the problem. I mean, if then you have too much spare time. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. Uh, Preston loves it. My both my boys love to play uh, computer games, and it's it's not really such a big deal, and it does keep them out of the Marines. 
<laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but you know, I remember a time when the, the military not long ago said, well, we're looking for people that are good at games because they'll be able to push those buttons real fast yeah. and make those game-like decisions. Yeah. That war, that kind of war, I know it's raging right now. People sitting in refrigerated rooms in Las Vegas, killing people with predators, with drones at a distance. This is this is good, you know. This is this is the army spirit, right? The, yeah. the, what basic training do you need to sit in a refrigerated box and kill people at a distance? But you know that one guy who's sitting there doing that. He's how how many helpers in the world of the military do you think that guy has? Maybe two hundred just supporting him alone. Maybe know? more, Dave. I think you're yeah. low because you know these defense budgets. Nobody ever attacks them, right? Oh, no, 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 take no, no. away everything. They don't even mention it. The, the the Democrats don't even mention it. It's as if it's it truly is a religion. It's a religious thing. It's our yeah. Kaaba. Yeah. It's that great big box of money and danger that we need never talk about, although it's bringing us down. Yeah. What yeah. a time. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, it's taking away money from much more important stuff, for sure. Well, no question about that, but nobody ever questions it. I mean, as you say, it's never brought up. The issue is, and uh, and our our, our friends on the uh, on the uh, right, or the libertarian right, uh, it is always the defense budget is excluded from the things the government does badly. Libertarians, listen up. The government has been doing the military badly since you were born. 30 years before you were born, they were doing it badly. They have never done the military well. Well, we, we, we did gear up and win World War II. The problem ah, is, is that yeah. we were really ready to fight World War II right when it ended. I mean, yeah. in terms of the, most people in the Army think about logistics. You know, where's the stuff? Where's the toilet paper? Where's the, where's the gun? Where's the bullet with that guy's name on it? You know, it's, it's, it's all logistics and supplies. <laughs> it's and, you all know, going through the Kyber Pass now. And it's draining. It's draining, for example, our educational institutions of the money they deserve. Another chapter. From the dreaded D-Word journal. In this case, the D-Word is depression. We are in a depression, but of course, you can't say that. can't say it on uh, national media. We're in a recession, a long recession. If you're really, really adventuresome, you can call it a deep recession. But then you have to back away from that quickly and say, we see the light at the end of the tunnel. Okay, we're in a depression, losing jobs, losing markets. Who's suffering? Well, not the guys at Goldman Sachs of crap. They're not suffering. No, it's the teachers. Teachers across the country are being fired willy-nilly. That means less education, less people prepared to go out and get jobs that someday will be there. Okay, school districts around the country. This is from the gray lady are forced to resort to drastic money-saving measures, and they're, uh, they're warning hundreds of thousands of teachers that their jobs may be eliminated in June. Now, that's really good for morale. I'm teaching. It's, you know, it's mid-spring, and I get a virtual pink slip. I'm really motivated. The districts have no choice, they say, because their usual sources of revenue, state money and local property taxes, have been hit hard by the recession. It's, it's true. As housing prices return to their real value, not their inflated bubble, debt bubble, you know, extraordinary Oz-type levels and fantasy levels. If they go back, property taxes shrink. Property taxes are used for running schools. Let's fire the teachers. Let's close the schools. And the federal stimulus money that was earmarked for education has been mostly used up this year. That's right. They got by basically because 
they were given money from the federal government. Not my idea of a bad idea. Uh, you know, I'd rather give it to them than give it to prisons to put more people in jail because they smoked a joint. Anyway, as a result, the 2010-2011 school term is shaping up as one of the most austere in the last half century. In addition to teacher layoffs, districts are planning to close schools, cut programs in large classes, and shorten the school day week or year to save money. Oh, well, why don't they just close it all down? Why don't we just de- declare the entire country a big homeschool? Anything you do, you get credit for. Anything at all. Uh, districts in California, where I lived for many, many years, have given pink slips to 22,000 teachers. Illinois authorities are predicting 17,000 job cuts in the public schools. And New York has warned nearly 15,000 teachers that their jobs could disappear in June. Here's the deal. You lose your job as a teacher. You're qualified. You've gone through all of this education. What are you going to do? Sell pencils over the internet? All of a sudden, you're not there with any money walking down Main Street. You got nothing. Uh, things are shutting down. Let's let's get straight about this. Secretary of Education Arne Duncan estimated that state budget cuts imperiled 100,000 to 300,000 public school jobs. Mm, this is in an interview. Uh, he said the nation was flirting with education catastrophe and urged Congress to approve additional stimulus funds to stay to save school jobs. Well, the, uh, Tom Harkin is interested in doing just that. Warning of this um, educational emergency, Senator Tom Harkin, the Democrat of Iowa, proposed a $23 billion school bailout bill. By the way, $23 billion, what's that? The cost of like three submarines that we don't need? So this is a $23 billion uh, bailout bill that would essentially provide more education stimulus funding to stave off the looming wave of school layoffs. But senior Democratic aide said that because Mr. Harkin's bill would add to the deficit, Deficit, it was unlikely to pass. Well, that's bad news.